that well. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry. On today's episode, we get into the mind of a marrying couple as we talk to wedding duo Ginny and the Tonic. Stephanie and Andrew were recommended to appear on the podcast by previous guest Claire the Humanist, who is marrying the two in two weeks. So what better time for them to elaborate on their experiences with their chosen wedding suppliers. They talked to us through their vision of their wedding day and why they didn't go the traditional route. The insight they give is going to be beneficial for anyone working in the wedding industry as they reflect on what experiences stood out to them and what business strategies they will implement into their own business. As always, this episode is sponsored by With Jack, but we'll get onto that a little bit later in the show. In the meantime, though, how are you doing, guys? Hello. Hello. We're, We're doing good. good. Feeling excited. Really good. Yeah. Loving life. Thank you for coming in. I know it's not easy. This early time on a Monday. That's right. It's Monday morning at 10 a.m. <laughs> I haven't seen this this I time still feel today this early. for a long time. You know we're musicians, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is still the middle of the night for you. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bring gin and tonic. So, I know it's Monday morning at 10 a.m. And in this podcast, there is a theme where I bring alcohol. It's I'm not an alcoholic. It's just Monday seems to be the time for a wedding supplier that's kind of like the day off, yep. I suppose. <laughs> well, that's what I'm telling myself. So mm-hmm. would you prefer a black coffee or a coffee with milk? Mm-hmm. We don't often have milk. A plain water. Wow. <laughs> wow. Or a gin and tonic. Wow, I can't do a gin and tonic oh. at 10 a.m. on Monday I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just going to set the tone. And go for a gin. You, you always do. Honey. Wow. <laughs> okay. So Satisfying crack on that can there. That's good. Right. right in the mic. Can also, a gin and tonic with no ice uh, and no garnish. Well, oh. it's Monday morning. I mean, what, what do you That's a sailor's gin and tonic. Yeah. So, this, just for those listening, I'm going to take a is, coffee, please. This is a <laughs> jaw box, small batched, Belfast cut, classic dry gin. I nicked it from my wife's collection this morning. I didn't tell her. <laughs> so hopefully she doesn't listen to this. And I'm again I'm just being selfish and not being a good host and not giving anyone else <laughs> drinks first. But I wanted to set the tone in case I could persuade with peer pressure. So, so what can I get you, Andrew? I okay, so I would love a gin and tonic, but it's not a day off for me. Oh no. It's not a day off. I have to go and I have to go and help my brother buy a suit for my own wedding oh. after ah. this which I have to drive to so mm. you know that and then I have to I have to um, accompany a choir tonight <gasps> as well mm. which I definitely can't have gin before because it's <laughs> so stressful ah. and uh, <laughs> well, why is it stressful? okay so uh, this choir thing that I do is they're really good they're amazing actually they're, they're called the Glad Community Choir they are based in the Glad Cafe in Shawlands oh yeah okay and uh, it's it's a kind of mixed ability amateur community choir but they're really really great and my friend Ben uh, normally works with them he's normally their piano player mm-hmm. he is going to China in a couple of weeks so he couldn't commit to this term so he got me in to do it and he was like it's great fun you know you can just you you show up you, they're doing Paul Simon songs are cool. the okay. that, that's the theme for their mm-hmm. their term between now and Christmas they do a concert at the end and he's like you just kind of figure it out by year you know it's all great and then I show up in the first week and they're like here's the sheet music 
and I'm not really a sheet music kind of guy. Right. I haven't really been a sheet music guy for a long time. So okay. it's, it's totally made me get back into having to read music on a stage in front of like 60 people that are like, how does it go? And I'm like, Lee does. Give us a minute. Let me I can see where that down. stress comes from then. But it's really good fun. It's just I, I, it's gin before it. I'm not convinced. Yeah. Even even a good 10 <laughs> hours before it, I don't think it's a good idea. So I'm going to, bottom line, I'm going to pass on the gin. Yeah, that's but absolutely I would fine. Love a, I would love a, a black coffee with white milk in it, please. But, <laughs> Thank goodness I got the the white milk. I know you brought that cow in just for us. Strawberry milk or anything. I know, I know. And okay. you're serving this in a glass, which I love. What, why have I done that? There's two mugs right there. I've just got. Well, you know what? We're different here. All the cool coffee serving glasses like, now. I will give you the milk because I okay. I never like to guess how much milk people that can be like. dangerous. So These there are we go. Blade Runner as well. Yeah, they yeah. Are Blade Runner. I know. They're kind of cool. I like them. I'm going to do coffee as well. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. No. Wise choice. Absolutely. Can't do it. I just. I felt like I just had to. I'm loving that you've done that though. I thought the the jaw was it jaw box. Jaw box. Mm -hmm. This was um, a wedding supplier decorative um, (laughs) gin bottle, which actually Ah, was filled with water, and later in the week you'd put it on blushing brides and sell it. (laughs) (laughs) Used once. I I, I like to drink my gins. Oh, okay. (laughs) This is cool. Uh, Tell me about this coffee. So actually, so we are coffee drinkers. Yeah. And um, last week we had White Balloon. Okay. White Balloon Films, yes. Yeah. Um, And as a gift they brought us the... uh, coffee from from morrison's uh ethiopian ground sweet smooth roast ground coffee with an aromatic fruity flavor for mm. strength oh. oh so i just thought i'd crack that open that's yeah. delicious and um hopefully it's that hopefully it's good Your method is also really good this method for of preparation yeah. brewed, brewed oh yes on the chemex how does that work it's filter so filter mm. papers in grounds in drip through Slowly. Nice. Mm. There's nothing quite like a gin in the morning, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> you are brave. Oh, man. I'll chat um, you at 3 p.m. <laughs> you'll be like, oh. I'll be hiding that bottle later today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, just in the middle of the table, we have some Fer- Ferrero Rochers. So please help so yourself. Classy here. So classy. This is, I swear, all the other guests just get black coffee with no milk. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys are getting it fancy today. So, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Were you outperforming? Actually, it's almost fated that we're Ooh. here to talk about an interesting week. Um, we do a mix of things. We don't always do weddings. So, um, on last Tuesday, we went down to Manchester to do a corporate event. Cool. So, that was a really good event. And then we travelled back up on Wednesday and played with our original bands. So, we have two different things we do so Jenny and the Tonic mm. is our, our covers music and our original music is called Apache Darling and oh, we are a, I did not know this we are a no. synth pop band a synth pop yes. band Ooh. so uh, on th- was it Thursday or Wednesday Thursday. it was Thursday we performed uh, at Stereo in Glasgow and we mm-hmm. supported a guy called Bright Light Bright Light who is on Elton John's management company um, he's from Wales singer songwriter really nice guy and performed with our band doing that. Mm. And then we went into Weddingland at the weekend uh, <laughs> and went to Oranmore. 
<laughs> oh yes, uh-huh. yeah. Busy, so busy been, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been full on. I remember when I contacted you to to get a date. You're like, "Oh, we're so so we're so busy right now." I'm like, okay, we'll do this distant date in the future. So, and it worked. And, and it worked. In September, I don't know. This maybe is a wedding supplier thing, but September has been really busy and unexpectedly for us. I didn't I didn't think it would be as busy as it's been. Mm-hmm. We've had a kind of odd pattern this year where the months that you'd think would be really busy haven't really right. been in the months that, you know, maybe that's a change in wedding tide that yeah. everybody doesn't really mind when they get married anymore because the weather is not going to be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it looks great. It does, The yeah. sun's kind of lower get that nice kind of golden hour for a bit longer mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, that's all we think about pretty much for as camera people just the sun mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah i went up to my sister's in aberdeen just outside aberdeen to babysit mm. because she was at the, a wedding how old is the kid it was twi- twin girls who are f- five maybe wow. six you're brave guys. i can't remember now they had that's a birthday brave. last month or something <laughs> But you'll be like the cool uncle. I think there's six. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, but there's, there's three kids though. <laughs> the there's cool three uncle. kids. Yeah, they didn't lumber me with all three. So oh. they sent uh, their son <laughs> to his friends for a play date. Mm-hmm. And right. I, w- I had the two girls for the day. That was considered. That, yeah. yeah. Yes. I couldn't have handled all three. <laughs> yeah. As a parent of three kids, it's very hard. Like There's only one or two people in your life that can manage all three kids. And it's usually the grand. Yeah. The grands. Yeah. Um, of course, my mother only had one child, just me, and uh, I, I don't. I should be fine with them now, because they're Harley is nearly two now, so she's the youngest. Okay. So it's pretty. You can pretty much look after them fairly easily. How was your weekend, Simon? I, I had a great weekend. I was very productive. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law are in the middle of moving house, so they bought this house. And when they they, they they described the moment they walked into it for the first time, once everything had been removed, and their reaction was, holy shit, it's a lot of work to be done, <laughs> to, to get done. So they've ripped out all the floors, like, knocked down tons of shelves and, and stuff. So my task was, and I, I took a picture of myself, because I'm wearing a uh, mask. I've got this one, this this whole suit onesie that's like a filter paper on. I look like I'm cooking meth with my kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, my goal was to to go into the... Um, what's the room? Which is made out of glass. The and conservatory? The, that's the one. What's oh, the my God. Glass? <laughs> <laughs> the greenhouse. Was, was the, greenhouse. greenhouse. <laughs> the conservatory, thank you. And uh, it was to uh, sand the, the kind of edge sill like the wooden edge because it had wax and it had the wrong type of finish. So I was there just chipping away at all the, the lacquer off it and then sanding it down. That's so. a satisfying. Yeah, it's satisfying. It is. It, a- yeah. It yeah. took a very long time though. Like yeah. when everyone's like painting rooms and rooms, I got this <laughs> edge done and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I did. <laughs> Look at this, guys. But you did it so well. And, uh, well, everyone was like rubbing it. Oh, God, that's really good. <laughs> Like, yeah, it is. It's the, this is, this is going to be the feature of the whole house right here, <laughs> guys. This, this little wooden bit. But yeah, <laughs> so that was fun. And the kids were having a great time painting the walls. That's Man, cute. they had paint all over paint them. Oh, Child labor. Oh, so good. Yes, <laughs> very much so. And they're like, and Nathan was like, Dad, what, what did we have for lunch? I'm like, 
well, we just kind of ate chocolate biscuits and ate toast all day. <laughs> there wasn't a set lunch. Your uh, mum like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, mum was there. Oh, oh she's just as reckless as I am. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my weekend. So the reason we got you guys in was because, well, one, our first guest was Claire the Humanist. And she, even though you were on our list of suppliers to contact, <laughs> she recommended you. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> so thank you, Claire. Sweet. She's the best. Thank um, you, Claire. But also because you are a wedding supplier and you guys are in the process of planning your own wedding. Which, <laughs> um, when when is your wedding? It's in two weeks. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. So hopefully by now. Hopefully you've planned it then. You, you've planned everything. <laughs> So, yeah, so today's episode is kind of about getting into the mindset mm-hmm. of a couple because I think suppliers often get a little bit, they just see couples as potential clients and they don't think about the way that they see the wedding world, Yeah, which I know we do sometimes, but I am, I am married, so I can sometimes remember being back then You've and there, not having yeah. a bloody clue what I'm doing, yep. but we'll get onto that a little bit later. What is Ginny and the tonics. Well, so you want to first of all, is it not Ginny and the tonic? Oh, yes. yes. You've been saying tonics. I always have been saying tonics. Yes. I'm Everybody so sorry. I think it's because so, there's two of you, so I'm like Ginny and the tonic. Yes. But, that, but she is Ginny and I am the tonic. Yes. That's, uh, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a plural version that happens yeah. because we do add drums um, mm. on the rare occasion, on the rare occasion that, that it's called for. Oh, that's yes, cool. Depending on what we do, mm. it tends to be for more corporate events that we'll mm. add. So you add more tonic rather than gin. Add yeah. more tonic. We actually just water it down, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Charlotte is our drummer. She's the S. Ah, and cool. Charlotte, is, incidentally, is also the bass player in Apache Darling. Yes. So ah, very nice. She's uh, the multi talented one. Yeah. yeah. Also, Ginger, so I'm outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's like the one time that it's cool for me. So. The name, yes. Is it is it a drinks pun or is it a music pun? No, it's it's as a drinks pun. Yeah. So when we first started um, being a, a duo, um, we were working in bars and cocktail bars and piano bars. It's where oh, okay. I think it's probably where most um, people who play piano and sing probably start. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. In places around Glasgow and Edinburgh, we were trying to get gigs. And I, I mean, I remember I had cards made up that said Andrew and Stephanie. Yeah, because we just didn't, you know, we, we didn't think about it as being a thing. We were just kind mm, of like, uh-huh. this is something that we do. Yeah. And our names are Andrew and Stephanie. We might as well just like, okay, do you want to give us a gig? You know, uh-huh. and nobody really was thinking like, especially in in the bar thing. Like mm. we used to do, I started playing in the Blue Dog yeah. in about mm-hmm. maybe 2002. 10 something nine or ten i want to say pre-me and yeah yeah yeah. before we were together before i really knew you um i'd play in there with another singer and again it was just like the the guy that booked us was just like yeah it's andrew and and his pal and it wasn't like we we didn't need a name it wasn't a brand yeah Yeah, nobody was interested in who you were basically they're just like Uh are you any good you're all right you can play you know and that was it Mm. But then we started doing a lot more cocktail bars and we started getting slightly higher end right. work. And we were finding that people were starting to inquire about booking us privately, mm-hmm. private parties and weddings. And it became a sort of, well, at this point, we probably have to brand this as something. And we've always been quite quirky 
um, mm-hmm. and eccentric and we sat one night in your mum and dad's living room and went through a bunch of funny names because the two of us yeah we'd prefer it to sound funny like we would yeah. we'd always you know so we went through a whole bunch of things that included ginger and the beer um <laughs> but i would have to be the beer and that was dandelion and burdock yeah sounded like a sort of 70s yeah. <laughs> yeah. detective sort of thing yeah. mm. <laughs> simon and garfunkel was taken unfortunately yeah. oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. we couldn't do that um, um yeah and then it and just, jenny and the yeah, tonic and was tonic. born and it was mm-hmm. genuinely it was a, th- a flippant joke yeah that became something that I got the social media handles for and then was like, oh. And mm. then suddenly it was something that people started to But then it was funny on. because it was something that we had to start saying. Yeah. As yeah. we were doing these gigs, you know, we'd be like halfway through, we'd be like, we're... And I was really self-conscious about it at I first. like, Because you didn't like... It's like, are people going to know that it's meant to be funny or are they going to take <laughs> us really seriously? So I used to be like, we're Jenny and Sonic. Uh, <laughs> and like, go lays over it. But now it's like... Jenny and the Tonic, you know, people are like, that's mm. the, the name is is the thing. Yeah. That mm. people remember. 100%. Yeah. And now we dress. I mean, we try and dress like we dress in green and gold and we make it. I have noticed your, now, is it a full leather green jacket? or? Oh, yeah. Is it, I love like that a, thing. Yeah, yeah, just a little uh, silk fabric one. We love all that stuff, yeah. though. And we, the two of us really love performing and we like the sort of extrovert. Um, we like the other bits to it that aren't just the the music part yeah like all the other bits so that's yeah. important i think mm-hmm. makes it fun yeah you're actually on our instagram feed recently i saw that and i was like oh yeah that's right i forgot they did uh uh i forget the, the Mc tags that, that was a new year well, we Hugman did A1. we did the Mc- oh was but it we, we've crossed oh, paths okay. a few times yeah. we have yeah, yeah a good few times uh, and it's always nice I, I always love a band at a reception yeah. But I always really like it when it's you guys because you do have that sense of humor. You've got a really interesting, just the way you perform your songs is really cool. Yeah, we track that. That's also the main thing. We don't like Angie said earlier with the sheet music thing. The two of us are very like creative based with music. So mm-hmm. I, I don't like singing something the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. yeah, the two of us have played in wedding bands separately to Jenny and the Tonic since we graduated from uni, and mm-hmm. all of them. Um, it's rare to find a wedding band where they, they take an interpretation of a song and they make it different. Yeah, and we wanted to do. It's hard yeah. also to do that. It's, it's rare to find a band that that can do that, but <clears> more <throat> one that, to be honest, that are willing to do that. I think a lot of the time, there's there's a lot of people that we know that are in that are in like very busy, very popular bands, but their their sole focus is make it sound exactly like the track. Mm. And I think that. Which is it's, admirable because that's it, difficult. It's, it's so difficult to do, but it's almost it's almost so difficult that why would you why would you do that? Because people don't. I think most people aren't going to know the difference if you do a if you do a version of a song or if you do an exact carbon copy of a song. Mm-hmm. I also think people with live music want to hear something different. Yeah, because if it, if it was exactly the same, then then a DJ is is more appropriate it's seriously cheaper so, yeah <laughs> yeah you know so I, having a version of something is is a cool way to yeah. do it and there's bands that do it really well yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah that's what we wanted to do so you'll find like we'll do a ballad of hole of the moon or we'll do a kind of a lounge version of umbrella or you yeah. know something yeah. that just yeah. isn't what you would expect yeah and that always kind of we we have fun doing that yeah. every week we'll and we try and not make it cheesy as well because uh-huh. it could 
there's been times where we've like, should we just go all out and do like Richard Cheese <laughs> yeah. stuff? You know, but I, don't know, I think like there's still like we have to have our own credibility about it, and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the challenge sometimes is to try and keep it keep it fun but serious, but fun but not serious, but serious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I think you just nail that balance. Like yeah. when you're walking about filming at a wedding and you're just listening to music and then you hear something just slightly different you're like oh cool yeah <laughs> yeah that's what the reaction we yeah. want as well because you don't want to overwhelm the day you know yeah you don't you you're there essentially we understand that we're background music in a drinks reception environment but it's nice when there's that little lull and some you know you've talked about everything you could maybe say mm-hmm. and then you realize that there's a song you know and it's that's it what sparks we're a new for. conversation yeah, yeah, yeah and that's really important but at the same time you don't want to blend into the background because exactly. a lot of duos or bands do that they just set up in a corner yeah. very sort of subtle set up and dress yeah. yeah and just play and nobody really notices them mm-hmm. but yeah you don't want to do that and i think yeah. because we play a lot of people's ceremonies a big part of what we do is offer that mm-hmm. as, as a thing so because we're learning their choice of ceremony songs whatever they I mean literally whatever they they ask us to do in fact we've got um uh, we're doing Hanson's Mbop next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, for wow. somebody's exit. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Which will be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get we learn these songs. So then people have this different relationship with us if we've done their ceremony because it's, mm. I don't know, we've been part of the main thing. We get treated slightly differently for if we just walk in and do the drinks reception. Yeah. You know, it's a different yeah. thing. In fact, I, I almost feel sorry for the bands, actually, in the evening. Because everyone looks up at them and they're probably thinking, "Bloody hell, you're late. You've been doing nothing." And then, and then, like I, I don't know, it's just that time. It's dinner time, and they're like the first thing the band's thinking of food. And it's like, "Come on, guys, you've not even done anything yet." Yeah. And yeah. I can see all the guests not being like too happy if they're running late. Yeah. And then it's, it's like oh, that time is tough. That's a hard it's entrance really to. Tough. Yeah, nighttime is difficult. Yeah. And so I do feel we, sorry. That's where we came from. Like, and yeah. It's. it's very tricky mm-hmm. um it's also like it's probably the more you get more of a response from a night time because it's it's the moment where the actually music is the focal point yeah yep but with that comes a lot of other issues you know i always say to you we see like the best part of the day you see the best of everybody yeah the same you know because yeah. yeah you know yeah. i guess for the most part you're not there until the very end of the night but you get to see the i think you get to see the the gradual degradation of people from just immaculate you know just out of their car just looking just as good as they can look to yeah. nine o'clock george mm-hmm. and yeah. not so much <laughs> yeah in fact oh. if we're if we're shooting preps we often see some might consider the very worst that so i so i do the bridal party right okay and um <clears throat> all the women start probably the worst any human could <laughs> describe themselves like they don't want to be seen in public the way they they look obviously you, you start with the bare foundations and you just like build up to absolute stunning so i see people at the very lowest <laughs> sober all up until their their peak niceness and they're like wow this is amazing and then <laughs> and then you're right it's like a slow slope down often after dinner and then it's a very harsh it's just, just a, like it's shovel a ba- back into <laughs> the very worst the you could be. The heads. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. when they're off the cliff. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's a cliff with one of those, uh, you know, like spring-loaded uh, boxing gloves. 
and it just it hits nine o'clock and that thing's just like bang oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Go. that boxing glove's oh. full of tequila yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so, so you mentioned that you guys started off in cocktail bars and sort of progressed into events how did the wedding stuff come about mm. was that just was it a natural flow well I'll start yeah. okay so yeah yes and no so we we were already as well as doing the cocktail bar stuff we were in uh we were in a, a bigger wedding band as well that we'd both been in um right from when we got together really mm-hmm. um in 2010 uh and that was at that time that was very busy right mm-hmm. um and we started to do the cocktail bar stuff alongside it because so being a, a musician that does this type of work as well as doing and, and I'd say almost all of us that do this are the same uh, some people have got regular jobs and the rest have got other music work that they do so mm-hmm. a lot of the time that can be like teaching piano to yeah. kids which is what I did for a long time on the side and I, I still do a little bit but yeah. only only the ones I like to be honest because I can't <laughs> be bothered with <laughs> Well, you you got some really good students. You'd rather teach people exactly. Work. I'd rather teach people. That, uh, that, I'd rather be selective about that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were doing that, and then the wedding band started to get less busy, and the cocktail bar stuff was still going. To be honest with you, it was mostly a financial thing because playing in bars is fun, but it doesn't pay so well compared with doing private entertainment, whether it's weddings or parties or events, corporate stuff. You know, it's it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, and we kind of made a conscious decision to, uh, well, do you, you want to go? Cause it was kind of around the time that we stopped playing in a hotel that we really made the push. Yeah. We had like a residency for four years, um, in a hotel and it was great, but that thing happens where you get really comfortable doing the same thing every week that yeah. you become, you plateau because yeah. not musically, but, but in life you just become a little bit, hmm. I need to. We need to do something else now. Yeah. Um, and we bought our first flat, and then at the turn of the year, we basically stopped working at the hotel, and it acted as a sort of right. I have to do something now with with Jenny and the tonic, and I definitely. I used to work um, at Apple. Um, Were you a genius? No. <laughs> but thank you for fairly <laughs> <laughs> smart. I was a specialist. <laughs> oh, do you still like Apple? Because if oh, you yeah. don't, then this office is not good for no, you. No, no, <laughs> I do. It's I like really surrounded. like Apple, and actually, genuinely, like I loved working for the company. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was great. I I had a really good um, time there because um, I got to do singing there as well. I actually want a side note, mm. massive sidestep, but I I won a singing competition um, within Apple. All right. Um, that was like a, a an American Idol for all of the Apple employees around the world. Wow! And I got flown to San Francisco and wow. got to like sing in AT and T Park, the baseball stadium, um, with all these high Apple people, um, <laughs> and then won the competition and sung at one of the like the cool Apple conferences that they they televise the next day. That was wow. very cool. Um, and won lots of Apple stuff. So, so Apple's been good to Apple's you. Apple's been good <laughs> yeah. But because of that, I learned a lot of things along the way because I had so many friends that worked there and they were all creatives, photographers, videographers, graphic designers, mm-hmm. web design people. So I kind of like bunched together all the knowledge that I knew 
and I, I basically built a, a website, um, and we got a video. We took photographs. The photographs on our website we've taken ourselves. Um, you know, we we did it all manually and just mm-hmm. put yeah. it online and rebranded a thing. Um, and I started just from what I knew from working in the wedding band and doing the things that I thought, well, I, I could maybe take this and do it maybe better mm-hmm. um, and maybe tailor it in a different way. Yeah. Um, and it, it just sort of worked. But before that came a, a few, genuinely a few months of feeling rubbish, the two of us. Yeah. Mm. Because we were, we'd stopped working in that hotel. I didn't have any work. I was, I felt bad. Like I was in a bad place. Yeah, I think we um, both were. Even like creatively, like the... Apache Darling kind of ground to a halt mm-hmm. and this is only two years ago this wasn't oh, a long yeah, time ago. ago this was like mm-hmm. the start of 2016 and I think the two of us were just like this sucks like what are we what are we actually going to do now like not not just for money but just for ourselves like what's going to be mm-hmm. you know where do you take it from, yeah from nothing <laughs> yeah and you know at that time we did have a few uh wedding bookings already in but it was kind of before the the proper push to make this thing what it is starting to become now yes. mm-hmm. i love that backstory actually i love the fact that there's like a almost like a hard reset for you guys yeah yeah there's like a period and you're like oh, apple reference <laughs> 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 we have the two side buttons down <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah I just, I just love the fact that there was like a uh that moment where you're like shit that's you've obviously made the clear decision to to yeah. go for it and sometimes you have to feel rubbish. Yeah. yeah. You have to yeah. hit bottom creatively to uh, yeah, 100%. make so something good. Obviously, you mentioned that you've got the sort of humour to the duo and the way you sort of perform. Mm. Was that there from the start? When you yeah. sort of had... You yeah. were, it, it even was. when you felt you were in a sort of darker place, you still... Yeah. 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 Our, our relationship is built on that. Yeah. Like, Andrew's, like, forever making me laugh. Like, I, like he just... That's our... I think, like, from a per- putting that into performance, definitely for me, it came from being, <laughs> it came from being like pissed off that people would ignore me in bars mm. at, when I was playing. You know that, like, yeah, nobody. Right. So I would just stay, say stupid stuff to try and get a reaction, and I think then you just start to kind of refine it so that you're not so much actually offending people as <laughs> just like they are in on the joke, but right. you're, you're kind of poking them a little bit just to, to get a response. You know? Yeah, but. Yeah, so we carried that across, and you know we we don't do that so much at weddings because it's kind of oh yeah, there's you no place watch, to do that. You, know? <laughs> you maybe do it before the bride and groom come back into the room when they're getting their pictures taken, but <laughs> you have to gauge that one a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but the humor of the performance is in the performance. It's, it's now, in the music you haven't as to, well. Like, yeah, tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're all rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're, a, you're a terrible audience <laughs> yeah if you say it quickly enough they think that you're, you're just like you're an ugly audience I hate you all <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, that's like a cocktail bar 1am staple yeah. you're an ugly <laughs> audience I hate you all <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was speaking to so we're, we're we're really friends with a band called Franco I don't oh, know if you yeah, know them yeah. uh, Craig Parker I, I emailed him to ask to try and get more insight like insightful questions Right. He gave me a really good question. It was like, where do you find satisfaction from? You've obviously said that you're going full force now with Ginny and the Tonic. Yeah. Um, but as a live, like as a creative individual, where do you find the elements that satisfy you the most? Because at the beginning you said it was financial to just start doing work and stuff. But 
Is it still the financial gain that keeps driving you forward now? Or is it anything more? Oh, I mean, it's definitely more. For me, it's always been more mm-hmm. than because this, what Jenny and the Tonic is, is a creative project. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes beyond being a, a, a marketing thing that we yeah. use. Everything about what we do has got real heart there's, in it. Yeah, there's genuine heart in it. Because we're working with people at ceremony level where you're kind of guiding them to, mm. but this is a really important part of your day. Claire is always a great advocate of live music in a ceremony setting is vital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And she's right. It adds everything emotionally to yeah. the day. Yeah. And when we're have, we have that moment where the bridal party enters and they've picked a really cool song and they've thought about it and you're playing a version of a punk tune from the 70s yes. and it's capturing a moment. Yeah. That bit of it is amazing for me. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that we've created a version that nobody else has created mm-hmm. that they can hear and listen to. And if, 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 if they're lucky to have it filmed, that's yeah. on camera. It's yeah. there forever, that moment. Mm. That's, I get the most out of that. And then when yeah. you get an email at the end of the wedding that's like, that was a really important part of our day and we won't forget it. Mm-hmm. The, then you you're you're part of their yeah you life kind of that, that's what you're shooting for really uh-huh. you know so I've spoken to a few a few photographers who work together and some of them find it great some of them hate it really um, <laughs> I'm not I won't say who how do you guys cope with that well first of all is that is that a good or bad thing for you you know it's not even a thing genuinely it's it's we we don't we don't cope with it we don't have to cope with it it's just it's, it's all just, we've ever done yeah you know since we basically since we met this is we've worked together mm-hmm. in some way or another you know it's we've never not you know we've never had like you were with apple briefly at the start of our relationship but we were still doing this or we were still starting to do this mm-hmm. and i've never had a real job so it's <laughs> working with you is all i've got you know <laughs> so it's never really like uh yeah it's just it's not a thing for us at all like we don't we don't think about it we don't worry about it if we didn't work together you say this all the time if we didn't work together we'd never see each other yeah because we would be doing gigs at opposite ends of the land with different bands at different times and and that would suck mm-hmm. but this is great it's yeah. like i love the it only way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It works really well. The balance we've got is really good. Andrew deals with the things that I can't deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, he really is like equipment, sound, knowledge um, about a whole bunch of things that I would rather not have to think about. Yeah. On on the day, the things that stress me out are yeah. <laughs> are often uh, physical tech things. That if something goes a little bit awry, or you know, and you you're always very calm. Mm. with all that and i'm better at being exceptionally organized in advanced planning is my is my strong <laughs> skill set so i like to you know i that it, it's always worked we've always just fallen into the roles mm-hmm. of, of doing it and also your mum and dad were self-employed yeah. pretty much for all your childhood so you've only known like and they worked together they had a business together so you you kind of only known that's a good point couples to yeah be. i yeah. never really thought about that actually but that is a good point that's probably where that that wasn't the case for my mum and dad yeah but it just mm. seemed it's always seemed normal for me no we love mm. it yeah that's really that's really nice to hear actually yeah and you yeah. guys are lucky 
Yeah. Well, you know, we are, we are. 14 hours in a car together over the course of a weekend, you you better be happy <laughs> with each other. <laughs> Tell Greg about it. Getting married in two weeks, you better be happy with each oh, other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, a, by the way, a stressful thing. Like, I have a newfound appreciation for, for people getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development or photography or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated, so With Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff, it means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye-bye, unnecessary fuss. Hello, creative-friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. Well, uh, I suppose that that leads us quite nicely into our next topic, and it's, yeah, about you guys. So did you cover how you guys met? Obviously, you worked together. How did you guys meet? We just met at university, yeah. Um, and we were the 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 guy that An- that Andrew used to work with was called Angus, and he was our mutual best friend. Um, and then that's how we met was through Angus, and then um, we were best friends first, um, probably for I'd say maybe like six months. Yeah, we were we kind of basically went from not hanging out with each other to hanging out with each other every day mm-hmm. all the time. Um, we just got each other, and then, then that kind of became a relationship. Yeah. After the six months, which I think is like the best way for that to happen, because we were genuinely we were we were best pals first, and you're still my best pal. So, you know, <laughs> but we eight years together is you know it's gone in a flash for me, but it's it's a it's, it's a, a long, long time. time. Like, yeah, it's mm. a long time to know each other. But there's yeah. nobody that I know more than him. You know, I and you you'll say the yeah. same for me. Yeah, totally. You know, so yeah, university. And yeah. I remember walking into a practice room and seeing him play piano. And for, for those that don't know, Andrew has eight fingers. He only has three fingers in his right hand. And I saw him play piano for the first time and I was completely like, how is he doing that? <laughs> I didn't know this. Oh, did you? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, wow. Couldn't, oh I, was, I was born with three fingers on my right hand. Yeah. And uh, that's the hand that does most of the work when you play piano. Yeah, so that's, yeah. yeah, that's what that I was, was trying to figure out. I was like, yeah, it's a little shit, inconvenient. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've never had 10 fingers, so I don't know what that's like. You guys are all weird. <laughs> True. But yeah. the story is apparently when I was born, uh, the, the doctor was like, your son is fine but he only has three fingers my mom was like does does he have a thumb because obviously that's that's the whole thing you, yeah. you don't have a thumb it can be really really difficult and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that there's actually a lot of people that we've encountered that have the same thing as me and it's always really weird i'll see somebody and i'll be like holy shit they've got three <laughs> fingers you know <laughs> and Steph will be like yeah so have you and I'll be like, yeah that's why it's weird right like i thought i was the only one but uh, yeah, the, so this doctor was like, he's absolutely fine. He's got a thumb. Uh, he'll never play the piano, but he's fine. And I think I was like, I'll show him. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm going to prove that yeah. guy wrong. And that is Andrew's personality, by the way, to be the anti-authority. <laughs> I will do the thing that you don't want me to do. Yeah, I, I can't tell me that I can't play the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I I'm find this just guy. out the womb, find him and find him and show him. Yeah. <laughs> so, was it music that you were studying at university? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I did a lot of jazz. So, and and Andrew, Ooh. you were never uh, a jazz guy. Um, Who is really? I mean, let's be well, honest. I'm, and, I'm kidding. And now I'm not a jazz guy. I have to be honest and say that. But I do miss, I used to sing with a big band and I absolutely loved that. Um, and so our musical backgrounds were, seemed different. But then when we chatted to each other, we liked all of the same music from yeah. the 70s and 80s. And mm, Andrew okay. grew up, you grew up with Elton John and Billy Joel and you didn't know that music from the 90s was new. I didn't know they weren't my real dads. I grew up with them. <laughs> I listened to their music a lot. <laughs> he, Andrew genuinely thought that like new music was old. This like, is a thing, right? Like... So in the uh, when I was at school, when I was at primary school in, in the 90s, uh, I would hear songs and think, I thought all music was old. I didn't know that there was new music, right? So okay. I remember hearing like REM, uh, the Sidewinder sleeps at night and thinking, oh, this old song, this is great. And it would be like, <laughs> it just come out, you know? But I was already like, and I think it comes from because when I, <laughs> my dad used to have this amazing, uh, now that's what I call the aces, uh, oh. double cassette, right? Ooh. Those were amazing and, uh, back then. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was the, the best songs, right? And and uh, that we used to listen to that all the time. So I thought music stopped at the 80s. I was like, oh, that's it. That's now, that's what we called the, the 80s, but we don't have anything now. So that's it. <laughs> so it wasn't until like, I must have been about 10, 11 maybe before I realized that like. Blur were now. Yeah. Britpop's <laughs> <laughs> happening. Oh, oh right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some weird movie where a child has been deprived, like held away in a it's, cupboard. It's, a, it's an Adam Sandler movie waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that is that what gave you the drive to do music? You're like, you know I'm what? Gonna this only one. I'm going to be the only one doing this. I'm going to bring it back to the world. Yes. Why is nobody making music anymore? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get on that. <laughs> uh, I'm so rich. <laughs> so how has wedding planning from the inside being a wedding supplier how has wedding planning been on a whole so i think it's been really good because we knew exactly what we wanted from the offset right at the outset the outset um mm-hmm. and i was a lot more well first of all we didn't want a big wedding that okay. was thing one yeah that comes from although we are extrovert performers in real life are probably quite introvert people Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't actually like attention to be on me when I'm not doing something to do with work. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. particularly yeah. around family. I think. Yeah, I'm really. It's a family. I'm a little bit. Yeah, we I'm get a quite bit, mm, nervy. Yeah. Um, mm. and also based on the job we do, we knew that we'd want it to be full of musicians and full of people we knew, so we couldn't have it on a weekend. Yes, no, we couldn't yep. do that. So we had to kind of plan a little bit of a different structure. So we ended up going for a wedding that's only got 40 people and it's on a Thursday. So plan nice. A was not like anybody else's wedding that we've done recently. Yeah. Um, but having seen big weddings, I do think that people place a lot of pressure 
on themselves, if there are 300 people or 250 in a room, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a lot to handle. And I've also sung for my friend's wedding where, you know, they've come up to me before the first dance and been like, never do this. And it's not because they didn't want to get married, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course they did. But it's the the circumstance that has since yeah. happened. It gets to eight o'clock and another 80 people have shown up and they're like, wow, and like, it's, what have it's we done? it's overwhelming. Yeah. So I, the two of us didn't want to be overwhelmed. Yeah. I think in a in a different world, we maybe would have gone away to do it or eloped. Um, but I'm, I don't have any brothers or sisters. So it's, it's really important that my mum and dad are able to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got it's just basically close family and music pals Yeah, all the suppliers that we're using are people we either know or people that are our pals Yeah, um, and the two of us are massively into food so the key like element of the wedding for us was having a nice meal yeah. it's the bit that also as a supplier when you get to eat a few meals yeah, around you the, get to know. the block yeah, you get true. to know what isn't mm-hmm. some meals you get where I genuinely I'm like is this their wedding have meal? they paid like, for this, this is... yeah. but you can yeah. tell like it's very relaxed and I've yeah. purposely made we've tried to make the planning for this very relaxed yeah. which I think our mm-hmm. parents haven't quite understood because I think particularly like my parents only child I think they expect a kind of a massive hoo yeah. about mm-hmm. this is my wedding day and for me it's like I it's really important to me but the the message is important it's very much like Christmas it's kind of like sometimes you can get taken away by all the other by the stuff, presents but actually and stuff. like having food with your family is probably like that's what it's all about part. yeah as yeah. long as I get potatoes I'm, I'm good yes <laughs> it's all about those roasties sorry okay. is anybody vegan here no so no. we can talk about goose fat it's fine <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you actually just swooned. Uh, I did. <laughs> You're right, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Your eyes rolled back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. It is. I love it. I've got I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And our wedding is loosely, subtly Disney themed. So you've, you've hit on it earlier about how you guys try and do things to be different or to connect with couples. Is there anything from your suppliers that has really impressed you in communication or what they've done throughout your planning? I've got one. Have you got one? Yeah, I've got one. Just generally speaking, because it's something that I didn't think I would do. So I I didn't know what I was going to wear for this until really, really recently because I'm not really a kilt guy because I'm not very tall and I just don't... I've never really worn a kilt and I just didn't fancy it. I didn't think it was me. Yeah. And then I was like, should I do a, should I do something tweedy? And then I was like, that's not really me either. So I'd, we tried stuff on lots of different suits and lots of different jackets and stuff. And I just, I, I think it's just like the shape I am. I'm just, I struggle to buy stuff that fits me off the peg. So the guy that cuts my hair was like, you should go and see my friend, Jim Forbes. He's got a shop on Royal Exchange Square, kind of next to one up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, he'll make you anything you want. I was like, really he's like yeah he's like literally anything that you want go and see him so I go in and, and the the guy's like he's just the coolest guy he's this old school uh tailor and everything he does is made to measure so you mm-hmm. just go in he measures you up which he kind of does by eye in like two seconds uh but then he you know he obviously like actually measures <laughs> you uh 
And he's like, what, what are you after? And I said, well, I think I want something like a little bit different. So we've settled on a blue velvet jacket uh, with Ooh. black trousers and a white shirt. Very classic, but very kind of still kind of me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but his whole setup there is incredible. And I think just the way that he led me and you, I guess, mm-hmm. through that was really, really, I was really you impressed. You were nervous. I was nervous mm. going in because right. I've never done anything like that. It's... Uh, it's it's a big thing to go and do to go and get like something made just for you um and i just didn't know what it would be like i, I was worried about the the whole experience because mm. it's just not in my comfort zone but he made it so easy yeah him and his brother drew and they're really funny really good chat yeah. from them really good uh service mm-hmm. i'm yet to see yeah. it because it's not finished yet so <laughs> dum, dum, dum. I, might, I might come back and, <laughs> i know like guys, <laughs> what weeks. i said about that was... everything i said was wrong no the, I'm sure their service was good and they guided you but oh. <laughs> the yeah. stuff they make oh, i'm sure it'll be good <laughs> <laughs> i think um for me there's a couple so claire first of all to go to mention claire again but i'm, I'm gonna make her head inflate um <laughs> she just i think her she does this for everybody this just isn't uh, an us thing but she'll come and meet you over the time that we've booked her we've we've met her twice outside of doing weddings with her to chat about stuff she met mm-hmm. us first of all in um a coffee shop just to kind of do a, a kind of hello and get to know us a wee bit and then came to our house um last month and went through a bunch of different questions and and got us set us homework to do she calls it like, oh, yeah. to, to prep uh-huh. for your ceremony and just her whole way is relaxed us about the most important part of the day um, and i think even though we play loads of ceremonies we you we don't have to actually do the, the bit that's that, that counts i guess as the mm. sort of the vows and we're writing our own vows and just the things that, about it that have been a bit daunting she's been brilliant at just making it seem yeah like it's, it's nothing not and it's it's you're just being yourself mm-hmm. um, and also wendy for me because i had a we had a little bit of a dress disaster um which i mean i think for wendy wasn't a disaster but for me i built it up in my head um without giving anything away um she made a massive part of the outfit in the wrong fabric right but it wasn't her fault. They'd, she'd ordered the right fabric and they'd sent her the wrong one. So uh-huh. she noticed it only after she'd made it. And she was honest with me because I wouldn't have noticed because uh-huh. um, it's so slight. Uh-huh. And I said to her, um, listen, don't worry about it. She's like, no, no, I'm going to remake it, the other in the right fabric, which she did. And then I went to try on the new and I preferred the wrong one and had <laughs> a, a real freak out moment where i was like ah wendy like kind of prefer the one that was wrong (laughs) have you still got that one no it's completely undone because i used all the stuff for the new it's like "Mm, gosh so i had to do this like long email where i was like i'll pay for you to fix it i know how much work is involved (laughs) i just and she was honestly the calmest loveliest person she was just like i'm just gonna redo it for you she's like i'm gonna actually what she did was make me two versions um, and my last fit in there, she said, just pick which one you like. So, I mean, great service. That is good. That is great service right there. To, from scratch, just make two of the same thing. Yeah. To, to just for your happiness, you know, and she was like, I'll, I'll, I can, I'll use the other one in future, you know. 
mm. for a sample or for other people. She said, it's fine. Like, don't worry. Yeah. So she's been great. My yeah. experience of that, I can't yeah. recommend enough, actually, for any mm -hmm. creative bride or supplier that wants something different and unique. And she also makes like any outfit. She can do like, just if you want a dress for going to an event, she could make it. Mm -hmm. So she's just a great person to know. You see, this isn't going to happen with you. You've only got two weeks left. So if you don't like your suit, you I, don't like your suit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the biggest thing from suppliers is just the guiding of the process. Because obviously you've never had a suit tailored or yeah. dress made. Yeah. So it's the guidance. Communication is big. Giving you yeah. comfort as well. Yeah. Right yeah. now I'm worrying that your parking's expired oh, just shit. to cut the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it on Ringo? Yeah, it's yeah. in the car park across the street. Oh, yeah, you can just re renew just, the session. Yeah. Okay. But well, uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to have a Ferrero Rocher. I'm going to do these white gym. ones. I don't know what these are. They're the best ones. Are they? That's because there's... Well, are these good as well? I don't know. I've never had that one, mm. but I will say as a coconut we, fan... So, sorry. Yeah, the, the white ones would you like, are good. Would you care for one? I'm going to have one. You Why should. not? I mean, I should be on the down. I mean, if you're going to get a parking fine... Okay, just now. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> you can have one after you're done. <laughs> anyway, beyond into the next question. <laughs> the last question, I think. So, obviously, you talked about how all these suppliers have, you know, their unique aspects and that have really stood out to you. Are you going to be implementing any of these sorts of things into your own business? We, I was talking about this the other day with with Jenny. I always wanted to get bigger. Like I've got good, I've got like a, a strong vision for how I want it to go uh -huh. in the next few years. Um, and there's always new things we're trying to do. Um, so I think more than, I think you can always take people's service and then the experience they've given you as a as a, a kind of a foundation to to learn more about your own business and methods, but. I think we, I, I'm proud of the service we give people because I, I genuinely care about absolutely everybody yeah. that that we work for. Um, so I, I want to continue doing that, but I also want to make what we do a little bit more unique as we go more down the unique. line. Yeah. Okay. Do We've you got have... some stuff in the planning. Okay. I can't really talk about it. Oh, uh, I okay. I can talk about it off mic. Oh. <laughs> but yes. we're gonna we're gonna add some stuff in over the next little while that I think will make it I don't know, it'll make us stand out yeah. again. Yeah. Um and just to, to continue to change what we do, we, we really enjoy doing when we were talking about doing corporate gigs and doing gigs that are more of a show, we really enjoy that aspect to, to what we do. So we'll do like a 30 minute set of like high energy show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and we really enjoy that. And that's something I think we definitely like to do more of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also do that in a wedding setting. I think that there's a place for it. Um, and the way that I guess the singing waiter thing has definitely become a, a thing uh -huh. that, you know it's it's the the difficulty with that is that so many people have seen that now i know that, it's that they know mm -hmm. when it's coming we, yes. we saw a variation of it quite recently and um the it, it the way that they'd done the build-up to it wasn't very good uh -huh. and nobody really noticed almost yeah the crowd reaction so wasn't good oh, because that's they, what just, you want. they hadn't made enough of a you know like whether it's somebody starts having a fight or whatever it is but it'd been very it was, it, the whole thing was so rushed that nobody knew it was happening until it was happening and then it was just somebody singing and it was like huh 
So I, I think that that's a risk with that. And I think also sometimes people have seen it that as soon as somebody starts acting a bit funny, they're like, oh, here we go with the singing waiter thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we're finding with music wise, so many more couples are now kind of opting to have a DJ because. I mean, probably for many reasons. Um, or bands are beginning to offer a sort of half and half mm-hmm, affair. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's something we're starting to get asked to do more of is to do a section of music in the first part of the night and then a DJ takes over. Mm. And in that way, you get you get the first dance that's still bespoke and, and personal live, yeah. and live. Mm-hmm. You also get a show of something that's a bit different. Yeah. And mm. then you get the element of I want to hear Calvin Harris now. Yeah. And that can happen still. Mm-hmm. And there's less pressure on the live musicians. One of the things that happens with us a lot is people will say, oh, the band are on now. And I would never call us a band. I just just wouldn't because yeah, we, we don't, because mm. we aren't. We're, we're a duo. Yeah. If you put us in a setting where people want to have a, a dance, that isn't, we're not the right choice. We're, we're a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we do nighttime weddings, we will always do weddings under 60 guests. Yeah. Right. And we'll try and persuade people to add the drummer. Yeah. But not because want. not because that's what we're pushing for, but just because it makes it much it makes it make more sense. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. If if there's no rhythm beyond the what my left hand is doing on the piano, people can't really dance. So yeah. you have to manage people's expectation with that. Yeah, it's important to tell them what we actually are. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. A full on. We don't have bass and drums and mm. keys and you know as in synths and you know, yeah yeah you know heavy yeah, guitars. It, it is what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an acoustic thing. It's an acoustic. It's... The videos are what we do. Yeah. Which again should I suppose reassure people that it's we're not just taking bookings because they're there because uh-huh. you know we turn down a lot of nighttime stuff because the numbers not, don't make mm-hmm. sense. Work. And the the worst thing though is when people lie to you. Yeah. And they say yeah we're only having sixty yes and you show up and there are literally double and you mm. say you told us that oh yeah we just really wanted you it's like well you've you've made a massive mistake because this yeah. isn't going to work and in, sure in enough this. Okay. and sure enough oh. you know people will be interested for half an hour and then there's just too many people we're not that loud for that kind of thing mm-hmm. and then people are like do you not do i don't know whatever rihanna like calvin harris and you're like oh come on like look at us how are we going to do yeah. that like in the way that you can dance to it mm. so Despacito's that people are always a great like one. that can you do despacito like Right, let's <laughs> rewind. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Look, <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> Damn. Well, would you would you upsell your like? Do you ever like obviously Charlotte drum and bass? Do you ever then go? Well, we have our band. Oh, and, and then go cha ching. Well, n- no, no, and actually, that's something we actively don't want to do. Okay. Because we kind of don't want the two things to overlap. Yeah. Is it because of Charlotte? Yeah, isn't it's it? Tra- I mean, you just don't <laughs> want to incorporate Charlotte. That that girl. It's that time you're on, you're on BBC. She <laughs> you fucked it, Charlotte. You absolutely screwed us over. <laughs> well, she. So one of the things we started doing is we started out. Charlotte had full drum kit. She's very talented, so she's able mm. to play a full drum kit which as a, also, as a bass player she also plays guitar and she's uh, also an amazing singer and her first study instrument is bassoon, bassoon. <laughs> bassoon. so she's like okay she's, this is interesting she is yeah, right. like, she's lived a female rich and Dick varied Van Dyke. life yeah. yeah so she um she does all things so she can when we first started one of the first trio gigs we got 
was for a, for a Guinness for Murrayfield. Uh, we were playing in the the kind of after the rugby match oh, right. uh-huh. uh, in the Guinness tent, which was the big like inflatable pint tent, and we would do music <laughs> for an hour. So that was like a kind of right. We need to to add drums for this. It's important to have yeah. her there, and we, we, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. We worked our set into her playing drums, mm-hmm. and it worked really well. And people in that tent. It was like being at a festival yeah. at the end of the, the gig and the end of the and it was only an hour we'd play for, which was key. Yeah. Because that is like a the perfect length of time to keep people interested. An hour of really upbeat songs. They're singing along with the drinks. Yeah. Buzzing after the game. And it was great. So we decided to then take that further. But since we've moved on and adapted what we do for weddings and for other events, it actually works to have her in a smaller setup. Mm-hmm. Um so just like just like a kick in the snare. Well, she's gonna. She uses cajon. Is that the box? That's the box. Oh, yes. Those are cool. Uh-huh. Like and the, but the kind of beauty with that is you can still put a kick pedal on a box, mm. or you can sit on the box and you can make it. You can make yes. it. Yes. Uh, or you can have a box and a hi hat stand, so she could still uh, yeah. get the get yeah. a, a mix of the two sounds, mm-hmm. or she could just go full percussion. Shakers, tambourines, cajon. You don't want to go full percussion, though. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Last time that happened. <laughs> but the, the, the important thing with that is that it, it sends out a different sort of message. You know, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look like a band. Yeah. Which, again, is like we don't want people to think that we're like a wedding band. Because we're not. We're not, you know. And like, I don't know, like I say, it's just those aren't the gigs that we're trying to get. Yeah. But this little acoustic setup with the percussion works really well. Yeah. Um for short burst stuff for background stuff it can be louder it can be the full-on 30 minute thing so yeah mm-hmm. that's definitely where we want to yeah that's where i would cool. do that and i think yes recently we've had people inquiring about full weddings and i think although we've done some of them for smaller mm. numbers most of the time i think the two of us look at it and go we're not placed correctly for this because i yeah. also put so much pressure in myself then where i'm like can't deliver right in the same way that i can deliver the duo stuff and i know what i am i know what my brand is i know what i can do i know my limit mm-hmm. i know how good this is as a two upscaling it people think automatically works and it just it doesn't if it's not yeah. the right yeah. setting for it and mm-hmm. we, we've tried very kind of loosely to use basically a, the drummer in apache darling is called danny kelly he's a really great drummer and we did one gig with him as Apache. It was for a whiskey festival and they wanted uh, our original music, but they also wanted like an hour of covers. And we were kind of like, it's not really what this band is. We don't really do covers, but Mm. they were kind of like, oh, come on, we really want you to do it. It was a good gig. So we did it. But Danny was just like, I never want to do a covers gig again. He just hates yeah. it. He just yeah. it's not why he wants to play the drums, which I totally get because, you know, we're songwriters as well and, you know, we're creative beyond doing creative versions of songs. We're, you know, we do original stuff and that's mm-hmm. kind of where our all of our sort of energy wants to go, you know, is and that's why we do Ginny the way that we do it. Yeah. But Danny was just like, fuck this <laughs> <laughs> so we never asked them again and then we never yeah. used the four piece again and yeah. yeah i think that's good that you know sort of what you are and what you what type of jobs you want to do because that goes back to that'll give the clients that you're appealing to the confidence yeah. in you guys yeah. mm-hmm. definitely yeah i think we would never try and sell somebody something we weren't 
we couldn't deliver. Yeah. Yeah. And we've mm-hmm. been asked to do some weird and wonderful things and have been able to deliver them. You know, we've been asked to do specifically like, themed nights where right. it's like we're doing a Bond themed thing and we need you to sing James Bond songs for an hour. And we've wow. been able to do it. Because That's we awesome. know we can we know we can sit we've got a piano in our kitchen and we know that we can sit in the kitchen and learn yeah. a bunch of these songs and the same we've had it with Disney as well. Yeah. Disney themed events where it's been like okay well here's 10 disney songs that we yeah. need to pull together and we've been able to do it so but likewise you know can you play for three hours of gatsby music uh jazz piano and can you wear a flapper dress and sing and no because yeah. that's yeah. not what that's... we are or yeah. can you sing the music of of you know downton abbey you know that that kind of era of you know. Yeah. Oh, got you. Yeah, okay. Like, we like, can't do what that. What even is that? Mm. You know, because I think people think when they find a name and a thing that almost looks right, that they'll try and be like, "Yeah, but could you make it this?" Have you had somebody that was like, the day before was like, "My wedding." I think it might have been Gatsby. My wedding is Gatsby themed. Can you not wear black jeans? To me, and I was like. That's our yeah, our thing. Look That's yeah. our yeah. look, you know. It's like you wear a shirt and a bow tie and a jacket, but you wear jeans and you wear cons. Yeah, like and it's I wear part of our trainers. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going like, to go and buy an outfit for one mm-hmm. person's wedding, especially when they tell you the day before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: Did you know there is another band called Ginny and the Tonic? Yes, yes, and. Uh, <laughs> We're which was them. is a fairly recent thing <laughs> oh really and it's yeah. popped up yeah yeah because uh, it because it did not exist before we were Ginny and the tonic okay and i, I say that because uh, it reminded me they've kind of gone for a kind of gatsby font yeah i feel like. right so yeah. um <laughs> they're from dalton yeah uh in georgia. georgia i thought they were dalton was in england i thought they were english yeah oh, no. so did i Oh. oh no, they're I remember way, way them, into the states. I gotta be honest, and I'm I not believe. being, I'm not being mean, but I remember not feeling threatened by them. I think the girl's <laughs> name is Jenny, legitimately, which mm-hmm. I feel like a so charlatan. We're the frauds. We're the frauds. <laughs> yeah, Her I can't name is find them Jenny. on mm. Facebook, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are there. No, I have, I have considered a, a, an email, an MU based yeah, email, but we, mm. we had this. <laughs> they don't have much of a website or much of a presence it seems okay thanks looks, for, for checking them out for us. <laughs> <laughs> i think as long as they're in a complete different country yeah well let them, right. we'll let there them shouldn't know. be much confusion but yeah. yeah you don't want to lose emails to someone that's yeah that's like if someone emails and they reply and say oh no we can't do yeah. glasgow you don't, you don't want mm-hmm. that to affect your business well i'm actually wondering if they're now Ginny and the tonics I think they are. I think they are. They are. And yeah. See, I should have picked that up on my research, but I obviously just got confused. Yeah. Silly, silly. But we sausage. make it. We've maybe made that confusing with the whole dual band thing. But nobody gets it right. Like no. so many people. Like somebody will, if there's like an MC or even sometimes the humanist, they'll be like, and with music from Jenny the Tonics or like Jenny Ann Tonic, you're like, it's in front of you. Like and Jen and Tonic, so easy to read. People like, will say Jen and Tonic as well. Like, uh, it's rare they get it right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's alarming. Saying Jen and Tonic kind of it kills the name a wee bit. Yeah, it does. Jenny and the Tonic. I mm. remember we did the, one of the wedding shows. It was the SEC one, and a bride to be came up to me and looked at me and looked at the sign, and looked at me again, and was like, "What is this?" <laughs> there's like, a keyboard like, there's like you know, a keyboard and a, and a video running a video. It's, it's like, a bar 
We're daytime music for your wedding. She looked at me and she went, I thought you were a brand of gin. It's like, no. What? It's not no. a well named brand of gin. <laughs> I, I know, we'll call it Ginny and the Tonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's just so confusing if it was a drink yeah does it have tonic in, it? Is it, like, in a can yeah, yeah. you a canned beverage that's <laughs> us I'm sorry I thought you were a canned beverage <laughs> turkey <sighs> <laughs> oh god alright okay so you're at a win <laughs> how I mean, in my mind, bands are usually self-sustainable. They just they just come in and they do their own thing. But how can we, as other suppliers, photographers or videographers or wedding planners or venue owners, help you Ooh. in any way? I may have a different answer to you from this. My answer... Sorry, can I go? Yeah. My answer is that I... I'm all about social media and sharing and my whole thing is I think and I think venues are quite bad for this they don't recognise the suppliers that come into their venues every week some of them not all of them obviously some of them are very passionate about it and they've got a really good marketing team but others don't and don't tag when if they've got a wedding and they share a thing tag the people that are, are have done that it with you mm, or are working in it. it because we will share it like, and the same goes for all the suppliers we you know we met you guys and we very quickly became aware of who you were and that's because you're good at what i'm saying but the ones that aren't are we're in a really nice venue and they're filming me for five minutes but at no point do they come up to me and say hi yeah. yeah, what's your mm. name? Man? I'm Graham. We'll send from... you a clip, or you know, like yeah, we'll we'll once we put up the the trailer mm. or whatever, we'll. Or I've had, you know, if you send, if you've got any clips of us, I've said if if it's appearing in your video, you know, if you could even share us the clip, mm. we can post it as a fresh thing, sponsor mm. it, tag you because yeah. it helps us and you. Mm-hmm. And I've even had people come back to me and be like, mm, uh, "Well, we'd probably charge for that." And like, we, we're and trying to like, like we sharing your post, yeah. like it's yeah, that's... sharing your work, like that's not. So that's my yeah. biggest thing that I think we should be sharing. Mm. And in wedding bands at night, having done that for years, that's something that is so difficult because mm-hmm. you, they're coming in essentially at the start of their day, mm. and you guys are finishing your day, and there's no like, it's like nobody can be. Nobody does the crossover thing because mm. one wants to go home and the other one's about to start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I I have had it a few times this year actually where where a band's give me their business card, and they need they need to give me their business cards or I just sometimes I just forget to cause like the business card is oh yes I now need to have a look through the footage and get a clip for these guys, but half the time like we shoot the band but we shoot it in quite an abstract way. Mm-hmm. to make the party seem a bit crazy and i always feel bad because i'm like i don't know if you can use any of, like i've clearly been shooting you guys for a while i don't know if you and this refers to more evening stuff yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if i like you find this useful i know what yeah. you mean so you're maybe i zoomed in on the bell of a sax or like yeah like I sh- yeah. yeah so i get the prisma a lot of the times if i'm doing like instruments or doing that or or i get the the light and i shine it onto instruments or mm. into people's faces which yeah. so we all, I, I always ask yeah. to be able to do this because <laughs> light 
if it, you okay <laughs> with that? And they're like, yeah, it's okay. And yeah. uh, but when we post highlights, we always make sure and include a list of suppliers. Yeah, and it's as many as we can get from the couple. Sometimes they don't tell us like who made the dress or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we always mm. try and do I that. Ones yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's a good tip for anyone. Just like share. Yeah. 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 Share. Give credit where credit's due. Because yeah. We wouldn't be here doing this with you guys if that wasn't the case. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 Totally. It's, it's, and it's like a share work thing because mm. inevitably somebody will ask you at some point, I'm just, I'm trying to look for this or I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. Likewise, yeah. people mm-hmm. will always, our client last week was asking us for photography recommendations. It will always happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where you you need people to recommend. And I'd rather have like a list of like, you know. Trusted I, individuals. Trusted that, yeah. top three yeah. than, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, share. Tag, mm. share. That's really nice because you're like, share with us and we will help you. <laughs> Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so why it helps everyone? I think venues yeah. need to up the game on that. Yeah. That that's the thing. If you're in mm. a venue and they are essentially, I mean, I don't want to use the phrase a wedding factory, but there are some yeah. that that is what they yeah. are, mm. and they don't appreciate or acknowledge the suppliers that are coming in and out, or at least like showcase the work. Because you, you guys will be filming some amazing vistas of their venues. Yeah, yeah. So they need to share it. One that's really good at doing it is Carl Lowry because they they have an appreciation of when there's like a drone shot that they know. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that's this, making this us is look good for good. business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the nice thing, we like can use it. as musicians, as filmmakers, photographers, we're the people that make the venue and make the wedding good. Yeah. Essentially, like yeah. the venue can provide a really good meal and everything, but. It's just a if room. there's no music to keep people entertained, the vibe of the day is just going to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. And also, I would also say venues who have pianos, tune them. That was going to be my <laughs> thing. Was, uh, yeah. and, and it's, sometimes it's as much the couple's fault as the, as the venues. They'll say, "We booked this venue. We really want you." And one of the reasons that they want us is because we I play a piano, and they'll be like, mm-hmm. "There's a piano, and we think it'll look." just look great if you guys are standing and singing and playing that and we'll be like right do that but is it good yeah yeah and they'll be like i don't know just play it you'll be like (laughs) nah like get it tuned like you need to tell the venue to tune the piano or i'm not going to use it we always have the keyboard with us anyway Mm -hmm. i'll be like i won't use it if it's not in tune i'll say that for the 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 benefit of them and their experience because if if there's a piano that sounds like there's a there's a venue in Ayrshire, Loch Green, which is a nice venue. And their ceremony room, they have it on the area where you would have the nighttime part too. And there is a grand piano on the stage. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and everybody that books us for there wants us to use that piano. And it's the worst piano. It's, it's unusable. It's, un- it's, it's actually, it's actually like, like it's actually broken. Yeah. Like it's, not, it's just destroyed. It's like, but the venue sell it. 80 as, years old. There's you a know? piano you can use. And they haven't fixed it. So what we have to do, and we're not the only piano players that do this, we have to set up our keyboard on top of the lid of the piano. <laughs> turn turn it, it so that they can't see yeah. it. Yeah. And they think, and they like, think that piano, piano sounds great. <laughs> wow. Because because it's, so it's got this kind of synth aesthetic. <laughs> the reverb on it is just wow. beautiful. <laughs> you know, but, and this is a venue. Like, they need to sort that out because it's they're not a decoration some of the yeah. you know, people want mm-hmm. to use them like they need to look at and they're yeah. expensive obviously to like maintain mm. and keep but yeah it's worth it if that's like a main feature of your yeah if you're gonna have yeah, us playing it for three hours like make it sound nice because uh-huh. it's, it's yeah. easy to do that but mm. yeah that's that's a pain 
Mm. Come on, venues. <laughs> yeah. And do you have any? That's my my big one. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That and junior pianos. That and don't put us in a corner where there's no power, like because that's silly, you know. Mm. Or I don't maybe don't put us somewhere that isn't um, the smartest choice for the for the, the experience yeah. of the people. Yeah. They, I think we're because with drink with daytime music, I think it's kind of a new thing ish, mm. or it's not really. You know, people don't often think about it maybe as yeah. much. Yeah. So when they do think about it, the venue's kind of like, oh god, there's there's and there's music here again. Right, where am I going to put you? Yeah, I'll just mm. put them. I'll just put you on. here. The I think it was the last time that we shot with you. It was. Was it Carl Lowry? It was Carl Lowry, I think. Yeah. Andrew and Sarah. Yeah. Sarah, and that's, right. Sort of that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. a great velvet jacket. Yes. 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 And you had your green. I'm pretty sure you had your green I one had as green well. Jacket. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's oh. a killer jacket. Um, but you were it. you were stuck behind a big piano, were you not? And yeah. it was it was is that a good one. No, is that not a good one? It's so out of tune. Ah, right, so out of tune. So they had so there's obviously that problem, but they also had it was a lovely day. So uh, the, that was kind of like an awkward space to put you. I that thought is yeah. another thing, yeah. And um, whether it's out of our control that in a way. I know they set and us it, up there. And I mean, where else could they set you up? That's the thing. Well, we, like, if we had our stuff and we weren't using the piano, we would have set up outside. Oh, you would have done? Oh, yeah, that would be great. Do. And mm. we do that. Like, yeah. I would say, and that, that day I remember looking at you and saying, nobody's, gonna be in here. nobody's coming in here yeah. and they're going to think it's a waste of time. At one point, actually, I noticed Sarah telling people to come inside and yes. yeah. enjoy the inside and listen to you guys. Yeah. And they did. Everybody came in, but then I think slowly I know. the mm. sun drew them out. They were like, I don't blame yeah. them. We wanted to take yeah. most of the sun. Just, but then also, we, we tried to open the windows. I remember that and they wouldn't open. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a shame because that is a great venue and the staff there are really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. th- to be honest with you, the piano is fine. It just needs tuned. Like, we yeah. just need to do it that looks great. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. shiny and black. It looks great. Um, yeah. With the golden uh, inside. Inside, oh, yeah. Man. I think that was cool. That, that was all the questions that we had, yeah. apart from the closing. And then I have this question here because I'm always intrigued. So you can answer this separately and as a duo, okay? Okay. What is your What is your favorite track? Now I've got here. What's your favorite track to play? So I guess that's as a duo. But what's your favorite track ever? So this came yeah. up yeah. recently. Uh, Clear the humanists. Was it clear? No. Yeah, it was clear again on her on her list of questions her that homework. she asked you about. Yes, on your, <laughs> on your homework. One of the questions is, "What is your?" Was it her? No. Who was I it? I don't know. But Some, somebody so really recently. This came up on the thing. It, was it? It was Tub of Jelly. Ah, yeah. What's uh, your favorite song in the getting to know you thing? Yeah. What's your favorite song? And I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I really can't do it. Like, there's there's too many. I'd feel like I was leaving something out. Mm-hmm. and i don't know like also I, I don't know we just think about it too deeply because it's what we do mm-hmm. it's like what's your favorite movie i mean maybe you guys probably have like an immediate but maybe not i don't know yeah. back to the futures back to the futures back to the future i, I put the s on everything <laughs> oh, God. but i can't do it like that i just can't yeah. i can't instantly like i would say like today there was uh the who was on the radio this morning mm-hmm. and it was the one that was in CSI Miami because it's the one, you know, the, mm. the, the thing of where the guy says the cheesy line, he puts the shades on and then you just hear Roger Daltrey going like, yeah, in the background. 
and it's like it's like a, a supercut of all of those. It's really really funny. Yeah. Anyway, so that made me think of Baba O'Reilly because that's the other really good Who song. I put that on, and like when the piano chords came in, and that I'm like almost in tears just because it's so it's so good. Just the way that that track starts and comes in. So that's a favorite track of mine, but it's not my favorite song. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, I feel it is. A tough it's question. It's so impossible. It I feel it's that it's so one that, that I can't just be like. I could only answer it in like my favorite at this moment. Yeah. I couldn't answer it my all-time favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's been very difficult to pick songs for mm. our wedding because that's been a moment where we've had to sit and pick like what songs would feature in our wedding. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I've I have the same answer. I love Prince, and he's my like idol. So. If I was to have favourite songs, it would probably be... There would be a couple of Prince songs in there, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and you would have a couple of Elton John songs in there and yeah. probably a couple of Billy Joel songs. And so yeah. would I. And it just... It, the songs that just remind you of bits of your life. Yeah. Whether yeah. it was when you were learning music or whether you were just on holiday somewhere. You know, there's yeah. that's the same for all of us. So... <laughs> I can. I can give you my favorite playlist. <laughs> I'd say there's, there's songs that we fifty tracks. Yeah, <laughs> there's songs we really like to play. Yeah. Um, so I think like for Jenny, a song we don't get to play all the time, but we really like to play is New York State of Mind, because um, it's a really great piano song. Uh huh. And it's um, a great singer's and it's song. a great singer's standard. Yeah. To sing, so it's always a good. We like the ones that are showy offy for the two of us. Um, so that's definitely one. Yeah. Um, I also recently really like singing. We do a ballad version of um, "Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic," which a few people have used for their aisle walks. Yeah. Oh, how does that song go again? Every little thing she does is magic. Oh yeah, that one. But we do like a really slow romantic mm-hmm. version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually on one of our promo videos. Mm-hmm. Cut to the song. <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm going the to now. The mind of an editor. <laughs> so we really like doing that one. Um, and then just anything where there's, for me, anything where there's a version taken that it becomes something entirely different. Yeah. yeah. I like the I way that we that. do, um, we do Ain't Nobody. Uh, Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Ain't Khan. nobody. But we yeah, just instantly we, started dancing there when you even yeah, 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 head bobbing. Most <laughs> groovy thing. Like we just uh, we do our own thing with that. Yeah. I like it. Mm. I like the harmonies that we do in that. Um, and it really kind of grows and grows. And by the end, it's like proper. Like going yeah. for it. It's fun. We also had to do a, a a selection of Paul Simon songs to announce his farewell tour. Um, in Glasgow Central, you know mm. they have a piano in there, mm-hmm. and we played. We were basically to do a sort of like busker to show up and play Paul Simon songs, but it was planned mm, to cool. advertise his, his farewell tour. So we had to learn a bunch of songs mm-hmm. for that, and we did a kind of cool medley of um, Mrs. Mrs. Robinson, Diamonds in the Soles of Her Shoes, and Julio, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. And we kind of fused them all together. Yeah. Cool. And did this kind of cool medley that I really like. Yeah. Um. And we with we also do Cecilia. So I I like songs that like aren't you wouldn't think that they were piano tunes, mm-hmm. and then we make them piano tunes. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoy cool. that. Cool. Yeah. I mean the list is endless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So where can people go and check out some of this music? Where can they find you online? Yes. So Ginny and the Tonic is searchable everywhere. Yes. And um, we are the one that comes up first, mm-hmm. I think, usually. We're yeah. the one that, that looks like a little ginger guy. And <laughs> there's a lot of green on it. And you can go to Jenny double and the tonic dot com. Yes, that is everything. So does we've got dot co dot uk too. If you feel if you want dot com is isn't cutting it for you. Home the whole Britain <laughs> thing, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um also um I mean if you want to check out original music, ApacheDarling.com because some people are interested yeah, in that. I've not yeah. heard that. So I'm, I'm going to be checking them out and then I'll also put the link in the show notes. We yeah. have a video on our Facebook for that that went a bit viral. Oh, really? Because um, we filmed our first music video in one shot. Oh, it was a one cool. take video. Um, cool. It's filmed in the Elton John, this train don't stop style where I mimed at double speeds and then we halved oh, the time. Nice. Um, was that hard to do? Yes. yes. Yeah. Impossible. I've asked a few people in my time to do that. Yeah. And they've not liked it. It's like giving them homework and then they're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. it's not. difficult. It's but hard. You did a great job of it. But and I had fun. We didn't make it easy for ourselves. So we wanted to do, we were, we were set on the one take thing because we're like, we want people to know that there are no secret cuts in this. Like we really did it. And we filmed it in Charlotte again. Jesus. Charlotte's house. Uh, our mum and dad's house. And it's like a bungalow, so we were able to do lots of cool stuff. We'd like go out one door and come in another and change outfits and all yeah. that. And like, cool. But we had to do it in like 90 seconds because the track's short and we were doing it at double speed. Yeah. And then there's fireworks at the end. So we had like, we had, three we had to nail it. The, the pyro, we didn't oh have the budget God. for anymore. So oh if like <laughs> stuff would go wrong at the last minute, we'd come out of the house at the end and be like, no, <laughs> There's a little guy with a zippo like. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. It was really fun yeah. though. And that when we put it online, it got a really great response. So yeah, that is our, our viral video for Bubblegum is online. I can't wait to watch that now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. It's been yeah. good chat. Thanks, guys. Thanks for yeah. the coffee and the offer of gin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was lovely. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hit that subscribe button so that you know the next time an episode goes online. Leave a review. That's a massive help. And spread the word by telling a friend. But until next time, enjoy your life.